Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Yappin' and Snackin'. You've got myself, Leah. And I'm Mike. Of course, Mike Lichniak. And uh, we're uh, here to get you through, you know, life and and all the other crazy things that happen in it with our our podcast. Um, Once again, I already ate dinner, so I don't really have a snack with me, but... Uh, what I happens these blondie. days? <laughs> right, Kit- like a really big blondie for dessert, so Ooh, I'm uh, I'm quite full. <laughs> there you go. So if I'm breathing heavy through the podcast, just know that I'm just you know. She's enjoying life over there. She, don't don't breathe. let her fool you. Don't let her fool you. She's enjoying where her mindset is right now. But uh, I guess this kind of ties into this as we as we gear up for what we consider to be the holiday season. However, I think what we really wanted to dive into today is how everything really starts like when it comes to the holidays, everything starts moving closer and closer and faster and faster. Like every holiday season starts earlier and earlier and earlier. I feel like summer loses time every single year because every time I turn into a Dunkin Donuts. Or into a Starbucks (laughs) or anywhere in general. All of a sudden, it feels like pumpkin just shows up in the middle. It was always like early September. And I was okay with that. And then it was late August. And I was still okay with that because, you know, there are those psychopaths, those basic girls who just need their fix of pumpkin spice. I get it. This year, it was literally, I think, August 11th when it showed up at Dunkin' Donuts. It's still it this. It's the summertime still, everybody. Yeah, because if you remember, like, or if you've you know seen a calendar, you know that fall doesn't start till like the end of September. Right. Like, this year it started on what the twenty second. The twenty second of September. So I think a lot of people forget that, like, you know, we just want we we and and I get it that like by the time summer ends, like August is usually so hot and so humid and so oppressive in its existence that you're like. You just want to start breaking out all the cold weather stuff. Yeah. Like you just want to break from the heat. So I get trying to like manifest fall into existence, but I think I'm with you. Like, cause trust me, I love a good pumpkin coffee. Um, and I, and I get very excited about it, but like also disappointed that you see it in August. I'm like, I, I actually do want to wait until September because like, now should be peak pumpkin season, but by now Absolutely. everybody's kind of over it, which frankly, I feel like also kind of gets into screwing over like local farmers and stuff who have to start growing pumpkins outside of the regular growing season. Cause I think really like October, November is meant to be like peak pumpkin season because in pumpkin pie, man, that's supposed to last you through Christmas. It's supposed to last through Christmas. Christmas songs pumpkin pie in it. Right. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how this shift has occurred. And it feels like it hasn't been very long since this huge shift has happened. I feel like no. I feel like pumpkin spice everything started in like 2019, and I'm okay with the coffee being pumpkin spice, okay? And I, I'm yeah. okay with the pumpkin donuts, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm not okay with the pumpkin flavored everything. <laughs> I literally walk through the grocery store, and there is an entire aisle of pumpkin spiced everything. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that they had like pumpkin spice English muffins or something right. like that. Like, okay. Like, because the, okay, the thing is, like, when you start really branching out, like, what do you put on that? I mean, I guess butter would work or like another pumpkin or, but like, yeah. it's just, it's not like it, it starts, it's not a very like agreeable flavor with many different things. And, 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 and then you start thinking of the weird stuff like pumpkin spiced ramen. Who oh, does yeah. that? 
no, 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 thank it, you. It, it just However, gets, so it just gets to no, a point. It just gets to a point where it feels like I'm sick of pumpkin. Yeah, well, yeah, and so I think that's how like trends, like that's what happens is that you know something that's fairly basic, like everybody loves, you know, like everybody likes that. Everybody used to like pumpkin harmlessly. Like I think everybody always was excited about pumpkin pie pumpkin bread i was always excited about pumpkin coffee and then um einstein bagels used to like they would do pumpkin bagels and pumpkin cream cheese and i remember as a kid we were all like hell yeah like we love this so i feel like not you know at the risk of sounding like a hipster i do feel like i liked pumpkin before everybody was like you're so basic and i was like first of all it's like it's delicious no it's definitely been like, like in the last 10 years pumpkin spice went from being literally just things that you ate twice or three times a year to having it shoved down your throat every time you turn yeah and i think too like like you start seeing all the seasonal decor way too early these days like i feel like that's what really starts putting everybody in a salty mood is like you're in the middle of summer and all of a sudden you're walking down the seasonal aisle and you're seeing scarecrows and leaves and giving thanks and you're like hold up we we just we just got (laughs) drunk on the boat for the fourth of july why am i seeing harvest everything this is weird right like nobody's ready to go back to school yet. Nobody's ready for any of that. And and I think social media has a really big hand. I I also think in that pressure to like get ahead of everybody and and be first. And I think social media is also where people like that's where people started getting sick of pumpkin. When you when you trace it back to like that 10 years ago, you're like, "Okay, that's where Facebook really started yeah. getting popular was about 10 years yeah. ago." And all we posted was stupid food stuff and like Great ideas to make this. is so excited to eat pumpkin. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yay. Because we didn't know what we were doing with social media, too. So we were, like, literally posting right. everything we were doing. And, like, the eight memes that were out there about basic bitches <laughs> and fall were all making fun of pumpkin spice. Right. And you're like, okay. And, and it kind of gained this negative connotation. And I think that's where we've been at, like, as – People talking about pumpkin online became more and more popular. And then I think that's where companies were seeing this. And they're like, oh, my God, we can make such a big profit, which, like, I can't imagine that, like, pumpkin graham crackers are out there making a big profit. But, <laughs> well, l- listen, hey man, listen, every <laughs> every little bit helps the bottom line, you know, and, and I think that's what a lot of a lot of people are now cashing in on nostalgia. We talked about this with, like, 90s yes. stuff and things like that, that advertisers and companies see that we all get this warm fuzzy feeling about fall because we know what it's leading to and so they're like let's cash in on this emotion as early as we can get it as early out there as we can absolutely and i think because you know fall specifically pulls on all of our nostalgia strings and memories because of back to school and like all of these things that shoot you right back to childhood like sometimes there's just the feeling of like a cool crisp day and suddenly you're like oh my god i'm back in kindergarten waiting for the bus or oh my god i'm back in whatever grade like at a football game you know like i I think it, it is such our senses are so strongly tied to our memories and nostalgia like smell of a fall day are you all right there buddy (laughs) i'm okay sorry are you sure i'm sure i had like acid reflux jump up my throat it's okay continue what you were saying okay (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, I think our, our senses are so strongly tied to our memories and nostalgia. And so I think that's why like fall, so many of our comfort shows uh, are set during autumn. And it's just, it, it's where you start to see the sweaters and the, and the campfires and all the comfort food, like everything that is literally cozy and comforting starts cropping back up in the fall. So I think that's why it always is going to hold this warm space in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Just as people like I, I think it's there there's no two ways about it that it's always going to bring people back to that feeling but like we're recording this in October there are I mean we've been seeing Christmas shit <laughs> it's everywhere it it's so Halloween showed up probably after the 4th of July it was like maybe two weeks after the 4th of July I saw my first like oh my god that's a pumpkin so I was going to ask you, like, do you feel like this year felt any different? Because I feel like to me, and maybe it's just because I haven't been out, like, I just haven't been out and about as much as I used to be. <laughs> so, like, I've been able to kind of shut down and ignore all the, like, marketing targeted towards seasonal stuff. Yeah. Because I just haven't been to, like, the stores I typically go to mm -hmm. that are like, hey, it's the seasons. Like, I haven't been to Marshall's or Michael's or any of the places that I go that have seasonal decor right. shoved right down your throat. So I wasn't sure how this year I, stacked up to previous uh, years. So Kendra loves Halloween. Yeah. And has been trying to Great improve time. our decorations outside, inside of Halloween. Because she wants our house to compete against a neighbor's house down the street. Yeah. Where this house is literally, there are zombies coming out of the ground. There's a graveyard. There's a massive spider on the guy's side of the house. The competition is stiff. It really is. So Kendra's trying to step up our game. I think I started to see things like mid-July. Like July 15th oh. was the first mm -hmm. like pumpkin that I saw. And then autumn stuff started showing up probably August 1st. And where we live... It is still prime beach season at that point. Oh, God. Yeah, like, it, the tourists like just, are everywhere. Beach season, like, just stopped. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. The beaches are packed. You're cussing every stupid driver from the mid-Atlantic and the northeast because they don't know how to drive. And then you're cussing I've out. I've never been in a car with you. How do you know it's me? <laughs> well, I know. I'm speaking from experience based cussing on. out all the drivers is what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I'm just basing this off of experience with other drivers that I tend to drive that tend to drive me everywhere. Because they don't like the way yeah. that I drive. But anyways, uh, you're you're cussing everybody out. You're still trying to find a place so that you could enjoy a sunset meal. And then you go to, like, Walmart, and there's literally fall everywhere. And it's like, yeah, you guys are missing the demographic. And I get it. And, and I completely understand. You're trying to stay three steps ahead of everybody else. But yeah. at this point, where we live, that doesn't work. And so, in my head... I start freaking out because as soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, no, because it's just going to get busier and busier and busier from here on out. And, you know, then you start getting the anxiety. Of, now I got to start thinking about Christmas presents, because if I'm not already thinking about Christmas presents, then I'm behind the eight ball there. And so it's just yeah. the snowball effect. Once you start seeing the fall stuff show up you know that the year is also about to get really fast and it's about to end as soon as you see the first signs of fall in the store. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And I, and I understand where like companies, obviously they're, they're trying to make money. So they want to get out ahead of things and be like, you want to be the first one to buy all this stuff. And it almost kind of had me wondering, like if the pandemic has changed the way we shop about everything, 
in how everybody was like buying everything in bulk and everybody wanted to be first because if you weren't first, you weren't getting any. Like, um, I, I wondered if that affected even how we buy seasonally because if we're thinking, oh, there's shortages of everything and you know, if I don't buy this one Yankee candle in the middle of August, I may never see it again. So like, well, that's how they do. That, that's how they do you dirty at Yankee candle. It's the truth. If you see well, it the yeah, one time, true. you've <laughs> got to grab it. If you don't grab it that day, you'll never find it again. And when you go to that nice lady at the store and being like, <laughs> hey, do you still have this flavor? No, that was like one of those special editions. So we're never getting another one ever again. I literally saw it once for like seven seconds. Yeah, it lasted maybe another seven after that. Yeah, maybe Yankee Candle was a bad example, but things like that <laughs> were like, okay, I want to get out ahead of everything. And and again, companies that are really trying to monopolize on pumpkin spice, everything, and it, it just it feels so shallow. And I feel like it's taken away from like a couple of special things about pumpkin and pumpkin spice. Like now, it has gotten so blown out of proportion that everybody's like, ugh. Could you buy it less original? Uh, it's like, I could if I wanted to. Don't get me started about another argument that I have with people about this time <laughs> and how everything gets sped up. Because does it feel like everybody starts Christmas early now? So, yeah. And again, this is another area where I really have tried to kind of keep my head down. <laughs> and I think the one thing that I've tried to do personally to kind of combat that is shopping local for the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. I try my best to do that. And then like, you know, maybe for a couple of really specific gifts that I'm like, Oh, I'm never going to find that anywhere, but the internet, like I, yeah. I really do try to shop local a to stick it to Bezos. Cause he and his Bezos bucks are just <laughs> out of hand. It's out of hand, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love some shopping on Amazon, but it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. No, so I'm no. like, all right, let me let me do what I can to not have to give Jeff Bezos all my money because I don't have that much. You know, he's already got most of it. No, my, my my point was it wasn't the fact of online shopping and Christmas coming too soon in that aspect. I feel like everybody starts celebrating Christmas the day after Halloween. They do, and everybody keeps skipping over poor Thanksgiving, which is only the greatest meal. Like, well, I mean, it, I'm not, I'm actually personally not crazy about well, like, okay, let's be honest though. Turkey. Thanksgiving was that last American holiday that everybody enjoyed. Like, we all lost the 4th of July, we all lost Memorial Day because we all go shopping those days. And Thanksgiving was yeah. the one holiday that you knew all the stores were going to be closed, and it's an American holiday. It's not like Christmas. It's not like Easter. It's not like the religious holidays. It's that mm -hmm. one holiday in America that we all sat down at a table and were able to enjoy a meal, and then we'd wake up super early the next day, and we'd grab our baseball bats, and we'd go to the stores and prepare for war. Get your competitive spirits ready right. because, like, we got to go. Look up your maps. Um, map out where all the deals are. Get in the car at, like, 3 in the morning. Go pick up another pumpkin spice latte because you know that's what's going to be drank on that trip. And enjoy absolutely. it. But, and I, no, go ahead. But it's the, the fun of Thanksgiving and just that idea of family time. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it feels like, and, and our friend put it really well. She does. Oh, um, Christmas starts November 1st, but then we take a break for three days for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yeah. was its own, is its own separate thing. It shouldn't be, oh, it's just an aside to the Christmas season starting seven weeks too early. Yeah. 
I, yeah, and I mean, obviously, like, the history of Thanksgiving gets a little dicey. When oh, I mean, yeah, no, if you're talking about the real history of Thanksgiving, that is... But if we're talking, like, our modern, what we know, and I think what Thanksgiving really ought to be seen as, the family, the dinner, all of that, and, like, I, I think we should be allowed to look at that current picture of Thanksgiving and, like, keep that spirit, but obviously the history gets a little conflicting and complicated, but... The image of the family around the, ta- the the table, the turkey, the, you know, just like the, that, that's one of the few American traditions, like specifically American traditions, like you said, that we have. Because there's a lot of traditions that America is really just a hodgepodge of because, like, that's America's thing. We're, we're, we are a country of immigrants that have all brought their own culture and their own celebrations and their own, I mean, even like for myself, somebody who's not particularly religious like we just got the sweet 16 like is that like that's it there's no coming of age there's no like real special ritual or anything like there's nothing that we do without a religious tie but like those are also worldwide not necessarily specific to america like communion or a mitzvah or quinceanera like any of the other celebrations that may or may not be done around the world like america specifically and sweet 16 is kind of like not everybody does no, that no, or goes no, no. that crazy because, like, it kind of just became a reality TV grab as well. <laughs> right. And, and and every other American holiday that we have feels like it's overlooked because people yeah. don't get it off or – I mean, Fourth of July is our other big thing, I guess. But <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a big thing, but it isn't because all the stores are still opened. Not yeah. everybody's going to have the Fourth of July off. It's not like Thanksgiving yeah. was literally – the one American day that all Americans could sit down at a table and enjoy a nice meal together. You're right. No, you're right. Uh, the other ones have always kind of been more consumerism based, I yeah. guess, where they're like, you know, pushing you out to the grocery store to go buy hot dogs and burgers and grills. And yeah, and push like it. customer service jobs had always been open. But push you're right. Push Thanksgiving it. was the one day that everything was closed. Fourth of July, you're going to the furniture store. Everybody knows that. You see oh all the God. ads every single year, Fourth of July sale. That's where you're going. You're, you're going know. to the furniture store. That's so crazy. <laughs> you get to sleep um, on the beds before you buy them. That's great. But I guess while we're still, but while we're still in fall, um, I do have one more question to ask you before we leave pumpkin spice. Are you more of a pumpkin spice guy or an apple cider guy? Pumpkin spice. Yeah. Like I like apple cider donuts, but I don't like apple cider itself. Really? Yeah. I'm weird. You don't like apple cider? I'm weird. I love apple cider. I don't like apple cider. I could do yeah, I love pump- apple cider. And and my and pumpkin spice, like it's like pumpkin bread. And by the way, Kendra last uh, today made an amazing pumpkin bread. Mm. And I kind of made her mad because I didn't say that immediately to her. But it was wow. an amazing because I was trying to figure Got out what a she, death wish I see. No, no, no. So I didn't realize <laughs> she was baking. And so She comes in to the living room and has this bread in her hand. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what it is because she just made banana bread. And -hmm. you tasted the banana bread. So you know what I'm expecting when I'm when I'm about to be fed and I eat it. I'm like, oh, "Oh, this isn't the pumpkin bread. This is not banana bread. And I'm trying to figure out what spice it is. And before I could say this is amazing, this is fantastic. She's walking away. And then later on, I realized that she is (laughs) mad at me because I have not complimented her. And I'm like. I my brain was trying to process what I was eating. <laughs> I didn't know what I was eating yet. I was like, I'm still trying to process the flavors that I'm tasting in my mouth. It tastes like fall. I could go, I could go apple cider 
bread or, or, or apple bread. I could go pumpkin bread. I can go all these different directions. I didn't know what to do. Like my bot, like my brain had spazzed <laughs> out from how amazing, like all the sensory overload in my head. It was just insane. And so See, I think for me, I don't actually like the pumpkin spice flavor, like a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, I know that about you. Yes. I don't really want that, but I do like just a straight pumpkin coffee. Yes. Like I like a shameless brand plug, a Dunkin' pumpkin coffee iced. Thousand percent. Give me that shit. But you come at me with a pumpkin spice latte and I'm like, this I'd rather have the apple cider. I, so I guess my answer is kind of both. <laughs> and, and and if you and if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see that I'm wearing my Boston Bruins. Hoodie. Oh yeah, I see that. Um uh, I'm from New England. Dunkin' Donuts is not just a way of life. It's literally infused into your body when you're born. That's right. Instead of the IV when you're, like, a baby, it's literally an IV of Dunkin' <laughs> Coffee. So when you try to go to Starbucks and drink Starbucks, it's like, I feel like this is a very, very dirty thing that I'm doing, that I am cheating on my holy <laughs> Dunkin'. And it's always Dunkin' first. That's my choice. Dunkin' first. That's yeah. I mean, I sorry. No, I no, you're good. Said to plug my phone into turn. <laughs> I tend to be a Dunkin' girl first too. Frankly, that's what I grew up. Like my my mom loves Dunkin'. We were always going to Dunkin' together. Like that was like Starbucks was too bougie for us growing up. Now, like that's not to say Bucks doesn't have delicious drinks. It oh, does. it does. And like there are some things that like you can only get at the Bucks. Gr- like, girl, the drink and their girl. All the those teas. Latte is really good. All yeah. their teas, all their flavored drinks in the summertime. Girl, all day. Yeah, like I'm here for all the tea drinks that they have for sure, but coffee's too bitter. Get their coffee. Coffee's too bitter. I know. We can we can sit and cry about Starbucks (laughs) and upset all the people that are like, no, Starbucks are dying. Starbucks is the best. What are you doing? Look, kids, once you join the real world and you're on your own pay time, <laughs> you'll learn. $5 <laughs> is more expensive than two seventy five. dollars has good coffee? McDonald's. And that one's for a dollar. So you're going to suck it up and enjoy it. <laughs> That's very true. Very, very um, true. But, yeah, I think kind of coming back to how, you know, if you pop into certain stores now, you might already be hearing Christmas songs. And we haven't even God, gotten please. past the Monster Mash yet. <sighs> like, we should be listening to Thriller monster mash and like the two other halloween songs out there the halloween yeah, the song from the christmas nightmare before one. christmas yeah yeah this is halloween this is halloween 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 right yeah it's great love it. it i want to sing all the parts love it love it <laughs> that love could it. be our karaoke song <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea if they have it i feel like i feel like we should do it but yeah i think like i also love christmas i mean like i get so excited about the christmas lights and the christmas songs i love like nat king cole right. ah he's just the voice of christmas and he like he sends my and, and frankie the baby place nat king cole yeah. <laughs> frankie all the classics i don't care how good a remake is i don't care if i'm not listening to 1940s 1950s 1960s artists singing christmas there's something wrong with me. And if you're seeing me not listening to those songs at some point, just come up to me and slap me. <laughs> That's what I'm telling people in public. Just slap me if I'm not listening to them. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? There's a lot of choices. There's I can let so you think about that choices. for a while. But we will come back to it. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll think, think about, about it. it. I'll think about it. But I do think Christmas, and I feel like, you know, there's two, there's almost two different kinds of Christmas. And I feel like the old fashioned, like, 
more Christian Christmas, which is always interesting, given that it's kind of always been a pagan holiday first. <laughs> That's besides the point. So, like, where it kind of all fell into Jesus and his birthday, don't even think he was actually born in December. Oh, we know like, he has. Eh, we know, a lot we, of fact-checking. We, we know he wasn't born in, 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 uh, in December. Because the timing that, doesn't like, match up in the story when you look back in no, history. No, <laughs> I was say, like, they, they, I think... And I could be mistaken, but I do believe that like Christianity kind of seeped in once they were like, ah, no pagans. It's I think once <laughs> I think it's once the Romans accepted Catholicism as their as their yeah, like it gets but and and I didn't really do uh, uh any research you, on my history of Christmas you. for this, but I think the sort of idea. You get a lot of people that's like, oh, people forget the reason for the season with Jesus. But I think the way that, like, the, the Christmas that I've always known, it's always been a consumer holiday. Like, it's always been a Hallmark holiday. And I think, yeah, the presents are fun, but it's always been about the family. Ga- like, the Norman Rockwell Christmas is what it always was for me. Like, I grew up very close with my family, and Christmas was always just really fun for us. Like, it, it was it, it was filled with traditions, and it was never, ever, ever really about the gifts that were under the tree. It was always about just hanging out with each other and going to see the lights yes. and, and um, Chris- you know, singing Christmas songs together. That's what, like, I love. Like I said, I get hyped for the Christmas songs. But there's only, like, 18 Christmas songs all just done by 18,000 different people. And Mariah Carey. Time. There's 18, Mariah 18 Carey. different songs and Mariah oh. Carey. <laughs> the juggernaut we are almost done defrosting the king and queen of christmas you got mariah carey and michael buble there right. <laughs> the, the royal court the royal christmas court is is thawing the modern they're almost ready yeah yeah they're they're but, uh, they're they're preheating in the oven yeah like they're 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 coming right <laughs> and it's gonna be great and i don't hate mariah carey no i don't whoever's okay okay they hate it because they heard it so much played in the stores and i get it like if you're in retail you must Uh, fucking hate that song because i think it plays every 20 minutes if you work in retail you get the right to hate a lot of things like i will have no further questions if you're like i hate christmas and i'm like what why and you're like i work in retail i'll be like of course of course you hate christmas i understand that's when you that's when you take out the holy water and you start blessing them because you're like you have lived a tortured life (laughs) i'm sorry i even looked at you like i apologize (laughs) for my existence when you work at retail during christmas like i am so sorry but um i i think it, it really takes away some of the things that are super special when the holidays start really early. Cause then by the time you're actually supposed to get together with your family, like you're sick of it. You're, you're so like, holiday Carey, And I think Mariah Carey, like the same thing happened to her that happened with pumpkin spice that like memes and the yep. internet. And yep. like, once everybody had this public platform to voice and agree or disagree with everybody's opinion on such a scale that they never had before. Like, I think that's where, the butts of those jokes started and and same thing like i think that's where like almost also kind of like the word moist like once people were like oh i'm so sick of mariah carey then everybody was like oh yeah me too so whether or not you actually hated mariah carey or just enough people told you that they did that you were like yeah i guess me too (laughs) the same thing with nickelback mariah carey was nickelback mariah carey in the holidays was nickelback Sort of, kind of. I think, I think they were. Where, like I, like I said, I'll always have that, like the warm, fuzzy feelings from from Christmas music. And I, 
wait until Black Friday to ever fire up a Christmas song on my own yes. because I'm like the day yes. after Thanksgiving. Let's Fair go. Game. Let's hit the ground Full. running. Like I am hitting the ground running for Christmas. I Full love blast. Christmas shopping. I love the ugly sweaters. I actually did buy a, a vest at the at the thrift store because I was like, ah, if I don't buy it now, it actually will be gone. But Aww. it's very '90s. It reminds me of like my great aunts at Christmas time. Like they wore probably that exact same vest. <laughs> but like I'm not breaking it out until. I so I don't do any sort of decorating or anything like that until the day after Christmas or not the day after Christmas, the day after Thanksgiving. (laughs) Black Friday weekend is the weekend to decorate. Yeah, and And then I'm all in. Right, exactly. You're all in. Day before. No, not a day before. And I look at all these people who start celebrating in November, like our friend who will not be named here, (laughs) and I'm just like, how do you not get sick of all this? By December 1st, because you've been doing it for a month now. Because there's just not that much. And then, like, there's not that much actually good Christmas content. <laughs> and then and then, and then, then I want to know, how deep is that depression hangover when you're in January? Because yeah. instead of doing it for a month, you've been doing it for two. Like, yeah. that, that has to hit hard. Especially when yeah. you get to early February and it's still snowing, and you are sick of the snow by that point. Because... All you hear about in Christmas songs is how beautiful the snow is. You've got not a care in the world. And then you look outside and you're like, motherfucker. Yeah. I think another reason that people like start the holidays so much earlier now, consumers and companies alike, is that I think nobody needs any patience anymore because we live in such an instantaneous world. You damn right we are. Yeah, obviously. Uh, listen, but like, I love three clicks, and I know that it's at my doorstep in two days. Right, but that's like we we when it comes to uh, Amazon shopping, and uh, I mean, we used to have to wait for so many things growing up. Yes, I mean, we did. like you had to wait to rewind a cassette tape or a oh, VHS. Oh, the good old tape. days. And you had to wait through commercials and you had to wait. Like there was no streaming. There was no skipping commercials. There was no instant ordering. Like there wasn't even online shopping. Not really. Like I remember the catalog shopping. Oh, Surface Merchandise was my jam. (laughs) Surface Merchandise. That store was my jam. If you've never heard of it, Google it. Surface (laughs) Merchandise was this store that was there. And you could go in and look at everything that they had in the catalog. You couldn't yeah. buy anything. You had to order it from the catalog, but you could go in, you could <laughs> you tactilely <laughs> touch everything, see if it's for you, and then place the order. You couldn't That's buy really it that actually. day. It's li- I had never this was Amazon you me about it. This was Amazon before the internet. Pretty much, only better because you got to actually see the item that you were buying. Because sometimes right. Amazon, like you look at it and you're like, "This isn't what I ordered." I, or like that's not what I expected. I also want to go back to the "Be kind, please rewind." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that we now have a TV show based on that store, and it's on Netflix, is making me cry. <laughs> the irony. The irony. But I think it could be a brilliant choice because I haven't watched. Is it out yet? I think it might be, but I just haven't watched it yet. I will find out in one second. But um, I I kind of liked it. I thought it was a bold choice. I like the actors that are in it. November 3rd. I, so we're two oh, and a half weeks. So by the time this airs, yeah. it will have been released. Okay, perfect. So yeah, it's it's such an interest. It's actually a very interesting concept to me. Also. <laughs> and 
there are times where I find myself wishing that we had video stores still yes. because I'm like, man, you have to track down 18 bazillion different streaming services. Like if you don't have some other VPN that you can log into, like there's so <laughs> many steps. And I'm like, sometimes I want to just be able to browse and be like, oh, yeah, that's the one. Like, I'm feeling the but mummy right now. The, like, yeah, I wasn't thinking that until I saw it. But that was the thing, is that at the movie store, you could go through the whole store and look at all the boxes right. and feel out where your mind was at. And it exactly. wasn't like you had to research and you didn't, you weren't like, oh, this is the specific movie I'm looking for. And then it, right. you go and search it and it's like, it's on these streaming services, but you have to pay for this or rent it here. And it's like, just give me the damn movie. And speaking of the, the, the movie, the video store and the VHS yeah. tapes, was there ever that one VHS that you had that you prayed every time you put it into the please rewind thing that you were like, please don't break the tape because you have watched it so many times and you have rewinded it so many oh times? Gosh. Was there, um, there, was there, I have one in mind for me. Go for it. What was yours? D2, the Mighty Ducks were back. I watched that movie so many times that there were days that I prayed to make sure that that movie didn't break on me because that was a Disney movie. So that was already $25 for the VHS. You knew you were praying primo price for that one. I was going to say it was probably a Disney movie for for me because it would have been, you know, the the childhood movie. So it it very easily would have been Aladdin. That and Cool Runnings. Those were the two for me. That's a good one too. Yeah, it could have been Aladdin. It could have been um I I want to say even like um some of the other like universal movies that we had as a kid like my brother and my sister were both very into the Land Before Time movies. We watched those a lot. Um so I think yeah, I think for me probably Aladdin or Homeward Bound. I loved Homeward Bound as a kid. The other thing that I miss about our childhood with regards to being patient. Yeah. Is We've talked about this, the idea where you all got in, got to a house to watch a TV show, mm-hmm. and then the commercial breaks hit. And that commercial break time was not you were complaining about the fact that there was a commercial and you had to watch all these commercials. That was that two and a half minute window that you had to go get everything that you wanted to grab before the commercial showed up. Well, and you could like divide and conquer too. Like one person who didn't have an assignment, like, all right, you can go pee, but like brother and sister, like you got to get snacks, you got to get drinks and we got to be back here in two minutes. And then like, or one person sat on the couch and you're like, all right, you have to be the guy that's like, it's on. Right. Exactly. Your show comes back on and then the siblings come running out of nowhere. And then they're like, we got snacks. We got drinks. <laughs> exactly. Son, group by the foot. Like that's what it is. right. That no, no child understands that feeling of hitting the couch as soon as that black slate hit that you knew that the show was coming back on or starting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think most teenagers to early 20-somethings may not have had uh, so, a world without streaming services I, I, or a pause button. I want to do a poll of the place that we work and see how yeah. many of those kids know what a cassette tape is, what a VHS tape is. I mean, like, they'll know what it is, but I, I would be curious to know how many of them grew up using with the it. ability to, like, pause live TV. Yeah, right. or even using it. Yeah. Right. Oh. Um, but I think those, like, that growing up that way gave us this patience, and I think that's why we feel like the holidays are getting forced on us sooner and sooner. Like, A, they are, but B, <laughs> I think we're like... Well, hold up where's the pay- like where's the waiting where's the reward because i think that's where like that instant reward that we're also used to now with our cell phones and 
the instant gratification that we've been dealing with, like it's, it's really hard to unlearn that. <laughs> and I think where we kind of go back to this place of nostalgia, like the upcoming generations aren't necessarily going back to the same place we are. And they're like, we don't see the problem. <laughs> you know, the other thing that I miss about our childhood what? was we didn't have the guide that you just press a button and it's right there. Oh my for God. You. <laughs> You had to turn to a specific channel. It was called the TV Guide channel. I think it's called Pop Network now. And you had to sit there. I don't even know what it's called now. And what? No, it's Pop, it's pop Channel. And you had to sit there. And you had to watch, watch this scrolling, scrolling thing. And if you weren't paying attention for that brief two seconds that that channel was on the screen and you missed it, you were waiting that extra two and a half minutes. It was on Cartoon Network, you bitch. You weren't looking. I don't know. Yeah. And the best part was <laughs> the thing that was playing on top of it was oh. either a movie preview or a Billy Mays infomercial. So I you was... knew it was going to be gold. But wait, there's more. There's more. And then you would get really caught up in this infomercial. You're like, oh, there's more. And then, and then you'd miss it again. <laughs> uh, the oh, kids man. don't understand what they're missing. The TV right, guy like, channel. You really did, like, you, I think, you know, you kind of take for granted those skills of, like, you don't look at that as a skill, that patience of waiting. And I think sort of the ability to come up with something to distract yourself with in the in-between time where, like, now, you know, you sit down to watch a show and if you get distracted or, like, if there is a commercial break, you're really quick to just reach for your phone and open TikTok and your other social media accounts and, like, that distracts your brain. Whereas before, during a commercial break, like you got to distract yourself or like you talked to your your people around you. Yeah. Like there there was more There was still family time with T V shows. Like that was yeah, the best like... time to like watch a show and a commercial hits. So did you do your homework? What'd you learn in school yeah. today? Like you, you got the important information in during family dinner and family T V time. Yeah, and so I think sort of that that instantaneous world has really affected, I think, the holiday season and the fact that all of the holidays start earlier and earlier these days and that, um, I mean, I don't know because I don't have little kids and, like, I haven't talked to parents of little kids in this instantaneous world. Like, I don't know what Christmas shopping looks like compared to when we were kids, which I feel like would have been, like, I feel like our childhood would have absolutely been the time to like thrive in Christmas shopping. Cause I feel like like eighties, nineties babies where like toy stores were everything. Easy to please. And like, cause I feel like the kids before that, like maybe had a couple of hot toys, but like they weren't, we really started to see the pinnacle of technology start for us. So like, you know, Tamagotchis and Game Tamagotchis were the best. <laughs> Like, oh. all of these bright, colorful toys that were perfect to advertise to us for Christmas list stuff. And I think, like, you could find them in person. You could, like, what, what was that stupid bear, that robot bear? TV, TV, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. That oh, was Teddy name. Ruxpin. Teddy Jeez. Ruxpin. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a Furby. I was like, where, where is your mind no. going? But he kind of was like a Furby. Because yeah. it was this little, like, if you've never heard of, um... <laughs> Teddy Ruxbury, Jesus, what's wrong with you today, Lord? All right, all right. While you, while you, while you regain while you regain your sanity, I have a sound that you probably don't remember that you remember that nobody under the age of twenty five remembers. Yeah, if I can get it to play. <laughs> 
<laughs> Get there. There it is. <laughs> and that, kids, is the sound the internet made back in the day. That's how you got on the internet, friends. Yeah, you had to wait. You had to yell at your siblings. Get off the phone! I want to use the computer. Oh, like and and once you dialed in, because it was AOL. Nobody tell yeah. me that you used anything other than AOL to log into I the know. internet. I don't believe you. And then no. you got the hello. You've got mail. Got mail. That's when yep. you know that you're on the internet. And then you prayed that nobody picked up the phone once you dialed in. Yeah. So I think again that was just like it was one more basic thing that now at the click of a button for the most part barring some wi-fi battling here and there but like for the most part you click on your internet icon be it google chrome or fox safari or Firefox, whatever it is explorers dead these yes. days but like whatever you click on you're pretty much instantly connected to the internet i mean your and phone's like, on the internet automatically Right. Like you just, you, you don't even think about it these anymore. And I think like, I don't know, I guess maybe like for some people who do like to enjoy all the seasonal things all year round, I'm not one of them. I, I really like the changing of the seasons. Like, I don't think I'm the mm -hmm. kind of person that could live somewhere where it's hot year round or somewhere where no. it's cold year round. No. I'm like, I love having all of the seasons. I like mm -hmm. seeing the change. I like, I think it's just. I also like that we live somewhere where you for the most part, get all four yeah. seasons for the right amount of time. Yes. Like, and I think more so when we were kids, obviously climate change has really uh, <laughs> messed up the winter part of that. Yeah. Really affected the winter part and the summer part. I think yes. summer lasts a lot longer yes. and it's a lot more oppressive than it used to be. Right. Um, I, I We talked about shopping online and all that stuff. Yeah. The one thing that I missed about Thanksgiving was that week before Thanksgiving, and it's the Sunday flyer that comes in because that's when you saw what the deals were going to be on Black Friday. Yeah. And you literally took out a map, and you figured out where all these stores were in your neighborhood, in your area, <laughs> and you knew where you had to be at what time to get the right deal at the right time. Yep. Because there was no, oh, I could just wait until I get home and order it online because they don't have it in my store. No, yeah. it was you were there and you were punching somebody in the face to get it or you weren't getting it. Pretty it's like much. it's like I mean, if, if you want a real life example of what life used to be like for us in the Christmas season, jingle all the way. <laughs> that is a true yeah. representation of what <laughs> yeah. it was like trying to find the hot ticket items in the Christmas season. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger punching Sinbad. That was me <laughs> on Black Friday. <laughs> Every single year. You know, I've never actually been Black Friday shopping. What's wrong with you? That So, okay, nowadays it's a little bit more tame because it starts so damn early and it pisses well, me off. Well, right. Now, while well, the Black Friday deals start early, so you're like, okay, what's even the point? What's the point of Black Friday exactly. when they start on Thursday and right. they start on like two weeks before and they start, you know, they're like, you don't have to wait till Black Friday to shop deals at Kohl's. Like, yeah. you know. You right. <laughs> like, all their deals start like, and, and, and a perfect example is Bezos. Prime days. Right. A new because Prime Day. A second Prime Day. Because and so I think like they, they yeah, that, that instant shopping has uh, such a hold on everybody. And I think, again, like nobody wants to be the guy that didn't get somebody that or that didn't get their kid that one thing they asked for. And God, you feel like shit when you don't. 
Right, and when your kid is asking for the most popular toy, like obviously that's going to be the hardest thing to track down during the holiday season. Yeah. And especially now without Toys R Us, without, um, you know, the other giant toy store conglomerates. And, you know, so you're going to hit Target. You're going to hit Walmart. Those sell out relatively quickly because Mm -hmm. everybody already went there to get them. So you turn to Amazon. You turn to online shopping. And I, I understand that. Like I feel bad for parents that have to – look for whatever it is is like Bless the you. hot toy which i have no idea what it is this year actually so. <laughs> let's, let's do the research i will look it up i, right I now. think yeah the last time that i had seen it when when i was a babysitter and the kids were like oh hatchimals was like the last really cool Good thing Lord. yeah uh, and that was probably oh, every bit of all right so we're gonna go nine by years ago all right i got the list but we're gonna go by okay. bezos's rules here Amazon's okay. Toys We Love section revealed for the hottest holiday toys of the year. Uh, All right. You can see this, right, on your screen? Yes. Okay, good. I can. All right. The Magical Misting Crystal Ball. Ooh. The, we love a good crystal ball. The Garage <laughs> Playset from Supersize. Oh, this is the Supersize Playset. It is the Monster Jam Garage Playset. Okay. For Best Toy for Babies. It's the Squish Mallows 8-inch plush mystery box. It's a mystery box. You don't know what you're getting. That's kind of fun. So I used to let, like, you know, Pokemon cards were usually a mystery. Uh, Do you ever have Crazy Bones? I feel like I'm the only person that ever had Crazy Bones. And every time I ask somebody, it's such a crapshoot as to whether. (laughs) I've never heard of that before. I'll be honest. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I feel like you're talking like you, you you are smoking something good tonight. No, they were these little, like, pla- and somebody, somebody out there has to remember Crazy Bones, and it's not just me, but they were these little, like, plastic guys, and I'm not even 100% sure that, like, my brother and I played this game right that went with them, but, like, we would set them up, and, like, you'd flick them across the room, and, like, you had to knock the other person's little guys down, so, like, it was almost like, like, bowling, but small, <laughs> and okay. with little characters. <laughs> so, this is the full list, Okay. and the magical misting magical crystal ball is right here that's this, a hot ticket this is item, the hot like, ticket if that's what your kids want you could have trouble finding that and it's 76 dollars, everybody it's 11 percent off at the time of recording okay that thing is 76 dollars. yeah that thing is 76 dollars. <laughs> let's see what else we've got and i here. can't remember like i don't remember ever asking for like the hot toy because again i've never been like a super trendy person just for the sake of being trendy i'm always like if i like it i like it and if i don't i don't I'm not going to ask for something I don't like just because that's what all the other kids are asking for. What? The classic wagon is $90? That's not even the classic wagon. No, that's, that's like not. A, that's that's like, like, a... like a upgraded wagon. It's got like. <laughs> that's like the Tesla of red wagons. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the smart wagon. <laughs> oh, have you ever played this game? This is great. I actually recommend this for for for. Okay, so I've heard of Throw the Burrito. Throw, 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 throw Burrito. Throw burrito. Oh, this but is I've such never a great actually game. played it. Oh, this is such a great game. Absolutely. Or games great are always game. a good one. Like games are usually a good gift. They really are. Especially if you give it to the right person. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Let's see. Oh, American Girl dolls. They were like all the rage. This one? Growing up. I grew up in like the height of American Girl doll. Look at, yeah. Look so at that's, the price now. Uh, I mean, that seems about right. American Girl dolls were always expensive. That's why I never had one. I had the books. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, Kit Ridge, my girl. Uh, yeah, it it looks like a uh, lot of like baby toys are big this year. 
board so games what was like big. your what was your must-have christmas present growing up like what was your favorite one of all oh i was always the electronics guy i was always the kid that wanted that a game sense. boy I always wanted a, like a PlayStation when it came out, PlayStation Two, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Also, I do have to preface this that I also had my birthday and Christmas within twelve days of each other, or fourteen days. Oh, that's right. So I. Is your January? I'm January. I'm January tenth. Me too. So I'm I. 18th. So I always cut deals with my parents. I was like, so usually set aside this much for Christmas and this side for a birthday. Combine the two, get me one big gift. Let's call it good. There you go. Nice. Look at you wheeling a deal in. Yeah, because my parents should have been. I should budget. I should have been a business person, kids. not not what I do for real life. Should've you should have been, been. You could have had all these Bezos bucks, but oh, no, yeah. no, no. I'm <laughs> just sitting here making a podcast. Yeah, and I think like again, part of what was so special Christmas morning was like opening presents with my siblings and seeing that was what the... they got. Like honestly, I remember some of their gifts more than I remember mine. Right. <laughs> The, so, like I remember my brother got he got he got the like coveted holographic Charizard Pokemon card and he was so excited like it was hard not to be excited for him too because he was like oh my god it's the, like it was that card is so expensive now and I don't know where really ours is. went like I was my parents gave it away or what but like he had the Charizard card so I was very very spoiled as a kid because I was You're an only, only child. child but I also. Like I loved the gifts that I got, but I didn't care about the gifts because I was with family. Yeah. Like the yeah. that, and that's what I think a lot of this pressure of yes. the holidays being earlier and moving up fall and all this is taking away from the special meaning of what those days were. And I that, think it does too. And that a lot of people kind of sort of forget that the gifts are a trying to think of the word that i wanted to say here that the gifts are just the add-on to what the season is yeah they're really sort of secondary i mean i think it's it's sort of an excuse to get the family all together to celebrate is you know like hey let's draw the kids out with some uh with some gifts under the tree <laughs> <laughs> but it was and and i mean some of my uh favorite memories growing up are our christmas eve like it just it was so much fun and like i almost wonder if kids like, are kids too smart for Christmas these days? Like, they have access to the internet. They can just Google anything they want to about Santa. Like, they can, right. like, I, I don't know if the magic is as well crafted for them as it was for us. But I don't know. Like, I haven't, like, I, think, I, I just, I don't interact with kids as much. I don't, I, th I think the magic, the magic goes away faster because of That's what, technology. Yeah, I wonder if it does. And, and it's not again, that it's, like, I think you have to be sneakier as parents with the magic yeah. because. Even when they're seven, eight, nine, when they're in school, they're learning about how to search something on the internet. Right. So, right. so like the the skills are different. Right. So, I don't necessarily think that the magic is gone or different, so but I think you have to be coy about the magic more so than when we were kids. Yeah, kids might be a little bit harder to trick these days than yes. than we were. Yes, <laughs> we were a little bit easier to be. Like, we were oh, we were the tricks yeah. rabbit when we were kids. So we had these kids um, are Inspector Gadget. Like, did you have any really special tr uh, Christmas traditions growing up? Ah, uh, Christmas traditions. Uh, so Christmas Eve was the important day in my household, not Same. Christmas Day. It was Christmas Eve, but that's also because my parents are off the boat Eastern European. They're both from Poland. Right. My grandma was from Poland. 
And in Poland, in Eastern Europe, the tradition was everybody got together before sunset on Christmas Eve. You looked for the North Star to appear. And when the first star or the North Star appeared in the sky, you can start dinner. And then dinner was literally go until you pass out. You eat as much as you want. It just can't be meat because you're fasting that day. So it's like stuffed cheese and potato pierogies. It's like all the good stuff. And then, yes. and then you can open all your gifts on Christmas Eve, because Santa comes on Christmas Eve. Nice. They don't. We don't wait for. We don't wait for Christmas morning for Santa. Santa shows up during the meal. So right. parents are trying to get you out of the the room so that they can set everything up. And then you know, kids go to bed. The parents keep drinking and being merry and all that. And then probably like two, three o'clock in the morning, the meal ends. But it's like a prolonged. Just time where everybody sits together and has a good time. Yeah. No, that's really nice. And it's because uh, my mom's family is Polish. Mm-hmm. But her her mom, I think, may have been first gen here. I think both my grandparents were first generation here. Mm-hmm. So, like, they grew up a little bit more distant from Polish traditions specifically. But, like like their extended family all used to get together and like they would go house to house to house and eat the same meal mm-hmm. house to house to mm-hmm. house but then when i was little we would all go to my chachi irene's house and we would play how many polish people can you cram into one tiny little space <laughs> and it's a great game to play if you've never played it, it's fantastic it's a great game to play and i remember because my siblings and my cousins and i like we would get hype about christmas eve because we would eat not only the most delicious food, like it would be, you know, your pierogies, kielbasa. Mm-hmm. Um, my aunt would make this amazing just cream crab soup. That oh, everybody yeah. Was, oh, God, the soup, the soup, the soup. It's always about the and soups for the Polish people. I never understood it. All Polish people <laughs> love fucking soup. It's like. That makes so much sense now. It's like every Polish person. Even I love soup. <laughs> I love soup. <laughs> I do, too. Um, and then, like, I. So then. After if dinner, you're Polish and you don't like soup. <laughs> Get yourself a 23andMe and make sure that you're Polish. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was all adding up. But yeah, so then after dinner, we would all gather downstairs and we would forget the words to every Christmas song except Jingle Bells that we tried to sing. But we would sing our hearts out until Santa showed up. Mm -hmm. So we would be down there singing. Frosty the Snowman always got us. We could remember like the first three words and then we'd be like, well, I don't know. Thumpity, thump, thump, thump. And I was going to say, do you, I was gonna say, do you not then... remember Frosty the Snowman? First three words. We remember frosty. like the first verse. Oh, okay. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, exactly. gotcha. We would go gotcha. Frosty the Snowman and then we'd be like, I don't know it. <laughs> Nobody knew the words because Frosty the Snowman, let me tell you, is really, really long. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> don't yes, remember. it is. It's like an epic. It really um, is. You know, there's it's the like Iliad, the Iliad. The Odyssey, <laughs> I was, I, I was about to make the same joke. It's literally the Iliad of all Christmas songs. That and White Christmas. It is. <laughs> that and White Christmas. Yeah, that one is too. So then we would all sing, and then Santa would show up, and Santa would come, and he'd call your name out, and you got to go sit on his lap, and he'd give you your gift. And like we, my family always got um, Christmas jammies. We got the matching, mm-hmm. you know, PJ pants that we would wear to bed, and then we'd wake up. And I still do that with morning. Kendra. It's okay. My we do too, and the one year, like as an adult, and I forgot my pants at my relative's house, and I was like, "No, my Christmas pants." And then everybody else woke up and wore theirs, and I had to wear last year's because they were like, "Oh, sorry, Leah, like we're not driving back now because you're 18 or whatever how old, or old I was." And I was like, "No, my Christmas jammies. Everybody else is gonna have theirs." And I didn't have mine. I had to dig out the some other pair that I had over the years, but I was like, "No." Um, 
but I remember that my myself, my sister, and my two younger cousins, like, we would always take, like, a piece of wrapping paper, and we would map out the house, and we'd be like, we're gonna find Santa. Like, we tried to find Santa every single year. We never did. No, no. Good. You know, he's good. All right, let's circle that back. Was our, those were our traditions, yeah. Let's circle back to Halloween. Because this is sure. because that's the season. It's actually coming up. <laughs> well, this no. It, by the time this airs, well, this yeah, is after. it's actually yeah, like yeah. the season that we're in. Yes. Your favorite Halloween costume of all time was of all time that you that... made that you wore. Oh man, um, I did a really good. So I get like it kind of comes in stages. Like I think as a child. I was definitely a fan of cat. I was a black cat. I was a white cat. I was specifically Marie from the Aristocats. Like <laughs> I loved myself a good cat costume as a kid. This explains I a think, lot, actually, but that's besides the point. I think as an adult, I did a really good like nautical pinup girl costume that I really, really liked. Nice. Nice. What about you? Huh. See, I was asked this this morning too at work. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, I really don't remember the costumes because they were all the generic. You bought it off the rack. But I, we made a lot of ours. See, I did it, and that's why I don't remember yeah. a lot of the costumes that I did. I'm pretty sure I was Hulk Hogan one year. That was <laughs> good. good. That was good. <laughs> I was Hulk Hogan one year. I'm pretty sure I was a Disney character at some point. I'm pretty sure I was Mickey Mouse at one point. I was I pretty Spears last year. I, I did... <laughs> shaved head specifically from the <laughs> no oops i did it again but recently like as an adult my beavis was really good and my johnny bravo was to die for oh my god i've got to see your johnny bravo costume i have to see if i can find it but yeah i need that in my life yeah, but yeah I, like because because you can see like if you're watching youtube i style my hair up i style my hair like johnny bravo anyways <laughs> So, yeah, as kids, we definitely we made all of our costumes. Like, I don't think I bought a costume off the rack until maybe the very end of high school, I think. And and like college was when I started buying them. But even then, I like to come up with stuff with clothes that I have or like a thrift store costume is always great. But my Mm -hmm. dad was the face painter. Like he was really good at painting our faces because he's he's more artistic. My mom, not so much. She was like, (laughs) and I think one year. I was really little because my sister was like, I don't even think she came trick-or-treating with us. So I was probably like six. Yeah. Um, It's hard to tell because I was kind of a bald kid for a while. Like I didn't have hair for a really long time. It was ridiculous. And I was um I was a pumpkin. And <laughs> my dad took one of the trash bags, you know, that you would rake your leaves into. Mm-hmm. And when you tied them all up and they were full of leaves, they had a jack-o'-lantern face painted on them. Right. So you had like a big leaf jack-o'-lantern. So I, he put me in one of those, like I wore like <laughs> black underneath that and I wore that. And then he painted my face like a jack-o'-lantern. And I think I wore like a black beret or something. Like it was, it was, it was cute. Okay. Um, I was a bunny rabbit. I think I, I was, oh, I was Hermione. Ah, Hermione well, I mean, that, that makes, year. that makes Perfect. sense for you. Yeah. And I remember that year I was so mad because I had strep throat. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. And I was like, but my costume is so good and I can't go trick-or-treating. Yeah, so I, I either was Hermione the next year. Uh, I think I was, yeah, because yeah. I, I remember I was sick. Yeah, my sister and I, we were both sick, I think. So I think we waited till the next year to do our costumes for that. Or maybe there was some other event that we got to wear them to, but All right. I don't remember. Controversial question for you. Okay. Is Halloween supposed to be celebrated on Halloween, or should we move it to, like, the Friday night of 
Halloween weekend? So if you had asked me this question a couple years ago, I think I would have been like, Halloween is Halloween and that's it. Like, why can't people that's, just get over it? That's exactly what I said. But I think but me and you are in the same boat. The more I've really thought about it and the fact that like it really is like it's it's for kids. Like it's not for kids, but like kids should be able to enjoy it in its full capacity. I always hated when Halloween was on like a Tuesday oh, it was and the you worst. still had to do your or homework. Wednesday. You had to or do Wednesday. Yeah, like Wednesday was the worst cuz like you still then you had to go back to school and like make your brain work after you overdosed on all of the candy that you <laughs> ate, traded all your least favorites to right. some unfortunate kid that you were like, "No, Mary Janes are really good." And they're like, "I've never had them." And you're like, "Yeah, they're great." And then, you know, you just <laughs> pawn them off on some kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made There's the trade for He's Reese's. Plenties. They're just like Mike and Ike's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Knowing in your head, this poor soul. I'm sorry. I hope you like licorice. <laughs> but I know I'm going to enjoy uh, these Skittles that you just gave me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think as I've kind of come around to the idea that like it, it really should be the last Friday. Like mm-hmm. it should be the last Friday of the season of, yep. the, of the month. Yep. Is when like I understand like October like October thirty first can be Halloween, but I think trick or treating and all of like the Halloween parties at the bar, like especially the bars too. Oh when yeah. You think about so, you're going out there getting hammered. Like you shouldn't have to go to work no. the next day. So here's my thought for Halloween mm-hmm. weekend. It should always be the weekend before, unless it falls on a Friday or Saturday. Right. And kids get Friday night. The adults get Saturday night. Yeah, I'm into that. Kids can have their fun, run around trick-or-treating. So then parents know it's Friday. Get your candy yeah. ready. We're going to sit at home. We're going to watch our movies. We're going to enjoy the night as kids come around and have fun. Yeah. Saturday's the night for the bars. Saturday's the night where parents can get dressed up in their costumes, get the babysitter over, get the kids in bed early. I don't care that you add 65 Reese's. Get to bed. I like that. And then like you can go out, and then you can have a really Especially good time. because, like, Friday, because I think, like, Halloween was fun at school. Like, that was, yes. it was fun to show up, to show off your costume, exactly. do the Halloween parades. Like, all of that stuff was so much yes. fun growing up. So, like, it's it's fun to have it on a Friday. I think you're right. And yeah. then Saturday is for the grown-ups. Right. I like that. And then Sunday, your, um, and then Sunday you could just hang out with everybody. I think I know the answer to this, but another uh, controversial Halloween topic. Okay. Candy corn. Yes. All day. I love butterscotch. I love the taste of butterscotch. I'm a weirdo. I, I mean, I'm that old I like person. Butterscotch. I like butterscotch, but I feel like candy corn, like because it's soft, like I like the hard butterscotch okay. that like you, you like you like for a while. You like Werther's original. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Give me that grandma candy. <laughs> See, I, but I, yeah, I think I think because the soft, like chewy nature of candy corn is weird in oh, my head. Okay, like that flavor. Are you tricks with my mind? Is it just the candy corn, or can you do the pumpkins? I don't think I really like either, to be honest. But like, I'll eat it, but I won't be happy about it. Like, it's like there's a bowl of candy corn out, like at your desk. Right, which is and gone, by the way. I don't have. I that show anymore. up, like I'll eat it, but I won't be happy about it. Favorite candy. Favorite candy. I almost feel like I also have to do in tears. I do everything in tears. When somebody's like, favorite whatever, I'm like, nope, nope, I need categories. Okay, um, top top five candies that you would always keep, and if somebody tried to take it from you, you'd probably kill them. Um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Of course. 
love them. And Duh. I think that's like like that's my favorite overall and it's definitely my favorite chocolate. But I think like I'm not always in the mood for that if I'm going to be in the mood for like a sweet candy cuz like there's that there's that too. I basically separate it like chocolates versus not chocolates are my are my categories. But I think Mike and Ike's are my other like I love Mike and Ike's too. Mike and Ike's like are a good. Chewy, a chewy candy goes. Um that's two. I do love Skittles and M&Ms. Uh, I like that's it. Four. Keep going. Um There's the there's the list I'm looking for. And I guess I like I liked whatever the chewy were they sweet tart? No. Whichever the chewy ones were that were kind of the sour ones. There were sweet tarts, shock tarts. Okay. Maybe shock tarts is what I'm thinking of, I think. Okay. I don't remember. What about you? Reese's is number one. Uh-huh. Skittles is number two. Okay. Uh, Snickers is three. Okay. Four Smarties, because I just love that sugar rush. You're like chalk dust? Yeah. <laughs> Sm- Smarties was literally a kid version of cocaine, because it crunched, because you I got know. the sugar right into your system. Yeah, that's true. And then five. I'm a big fan. And then five is a tough one for me because there's like four that can go here for me. Okay. But I'm gonna go Twix. Twix is five. Okay. Okay. Those are all good choices. Yeah, I just I was never crazy about about Snickers. I guess I did love a good Milky Way or Three Musketeers. Those were, I did like those a Milky Way. I did like both of those. And Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth is very underrated. I feel like my dad is a big Baby Ruth fan. He likes those. Baby but my Ruth dad is also underrated. Likes, like, he also likes Mary Janes, and those are, they're trash. They are trash. Did you ever have one? Yes, they're terrible. I'm also. So like, what are the so what were, what are the candies that you wanted to trade away? Like, what were your least favorite? Whoppers. Like, you were pawning those off. I hate Whoppers. Uh, I'm also. You. I also hate coconuts. So almond joy and mounds immediately went away. I love coconut. So uh, I was the kid you would have traded the mounds and I, yeah, I was not too. about that at all. Um, I love them. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> um, what was the other? There was one other that I would just no. Anything that looked like a grandma would eat was automatically off my list, even if it was oh, really like those good. Mysterious black or orange ones. Yes, because they weren't branded, yes. but everybody got them from somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I think they were caramel, but I would never know because no. those were the ones that all the neighborhood kids were like. So b- by the way, <laughs> by the way, in your old department. They have yeah. the strawberry old people candy. Oh, I know. And I I've love them. Visit. Oh, Me I, too. <laughs> I I don't know what it is, and it could be old age, but I have grown to like them a lot. I've always liked them. I liked those as a kid, too. All right. But, so. yeah, I think um, least favorites were definitely Mary Jane's. Those were quick to go. Um, Whoppers, I'm with you on that. I didn't like Whoppers. No. Um, I'm not a big, like, black licorice fan, so the good and plenty they mm-hmm. were good to get out. Of, they were good to get out of here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think those were like the main one, the main ones, and Smarties. I didn't like, so I would trade those too. So if you're watching, we on... would trade Smarties for uh, uh, almond joys. Okay. Fair. <laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube, I've pulled up CandyStore.com's America's favorite Halloween candy state by state. And so we can go state by state on this list and look at the top three candies for Halloween. And yeah. I'm, and I'm going to pick the three states around us. Okay. And so we can look at what what everybody has decided. 
I do see one of them on there that's like one of my sister's favorites or Butterfingers. Oh, you're covering up about you're, you're covering up the Maryland one. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. I'm, I'm no, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna hide your camera. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on. I got this. Let me figure this out. Okay, I'm over here. Hide you. Can you talk to make sure? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I don't know if it's coming in. Hold on. Try again. Uh, I don't know. Try again. But now I can't hide you. Okay, this is gonna be okay. tough. All right, so All we're right, gonna well. read it off. We'll read it off quick. Maryland, Hershey's Kisses, Hershey's number Kisses, one, baby. I like those two, and you kind of forget about them. But like, if somebody has a stock of them in the office, like you can bet your ass I'm in there every day. Okay, but Kisses. here, here's my problem with this list. Mm-hmm. How do Hershey's Kisses and Hershey's Mini Bars beat Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? That's a, that's a good question. I don't know. Some people, it's just not their favorite. What's wrong with you? They're wrong, but right. What's wrong with some. you? <laughs> In the state of Delaware, Sour Patch Kids number Ooh, one. Okay, I'm I very proud of you. Sour Patch Kids. Listen, I love the top three for Delaware. It's Sour Patch Kids, Skittles, and Lifesavers. All three great choices. Lifesavers. I haven't had those in a hot minute. But not the minty ones. It has to be the color the fruity ones. ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in the state of Virginia, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Hot tamales? What's wrong with you? You know, that was a stupid candy. Those Boston baked beans. Weren't they one that was just like, I don't remember if oh, they were hot yes, tamale yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, they were, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no, like I know which one. Candy-coated beans. Yes. Like, oh, they're ah. terrible. Snickers yeah. number two and the Tootsie Pop number three in Virginia. Oh, and, I love a Tootsie Pop. Any, I actually do like hot tamales, too. They just more any, like my Any coffee. other state here that jumps out you that we have to inspect based on what the image is? Um, because there's one that's jumping out at me. Like, what's wrong with this? Go state? for it, Louisiana. Because Lemonheads is number oh, one. Lemonheads, Reese's Cups a- two, and Blow Pops are three. Great choices for two and three. These are like my grandfather's store. So, like, he had a <laughs> store growing up, and it was all like the old people candy and Lemonheads and Blow Pops were always in there. It's so funny. All right. Little pops were so bad, but so good. I'm trying to quickly glance through this list to see. Oh, dear God, Connecticut! What's wrong with you? That's your home. That's that's your home, baby. Yeah, and look at what one. I see that. Almond Joys. Almond Joys. Milky Ways <laughs> two. M and M's three. Again, the the second and third choice makes sense. The first one, no. Almond Joys makes sense too. Chocolate and coconut just go together. I would expect that in Hawaii. Sometimes the almond is kind of annoying, though. Like, sometimes I, I really do prefer mounds, and I feel like that's the real psychopath answer. Everybody's like, mm. Listen, California's got it right. They got the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups sitting there at number one. M&M's at two, oh. and Skittles at three. Like, that's that's a solid uh, Yeah, list. I mean, that's that's a real, that's a winning, that's that's a a winning Halloween list. bag there. What did you, so when you went trick-or-treating, yes. as we kind of wrap this Let's up, wrap this did up. you have, uh, did you have, like, a real Halloween bucket, or did you have a pillowcase? You know what I did, uh, you know what I loved? And I love that this is now back again. Oh, I did. The Man, buckets, the this. buckets yep. from McDonald's. McBuckets. So I had. I like you had to have had them. But oh yeah, no, we, we did. Didn't use them. Oh no, we did. Oh yeah. I, my goal every year was to get a new bucket for Christmas for Halloween. No, we were we were like strictly pillowcase trick or treaters. Okay, so here's the strategy, and it's a great strategy to have when you're younger. Have somebody with you carrying the pillowcase and mm-hmm. you use the bucket to get the candy and then dump and so when you go to the next person they think you're the first that they're the first house you're going to 
And so yeah. they'll fill you up a little bit more because they're like, hey, it's your first house. Here, have some more candy. That's true. And like towards the end of the night, too, when they're like looking to get rid of their candy and they're like, here, kid. Also. Take it all. Also. Did you always have that one house? Because there's there's an area around here which mm-hmm. which does this, that there's this one house that has full candy bars. Was there that one house on your route that had like an upscale value to it? Like you had to go there because you knew that they were going to have something special. See, I don't remember there being one specific house that was like that. And if there was, it may have been a neighbor that like we were excited to see anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I, I am thinking of one that might have had them. But I think usually, like, if you went trick-or-treating, like, some of my friends' neighborhoods for sure had them. Oh, but yeah. mine growing up didn't. Okay. I don't think so. I had... If it did, like, we might have been too little. Like, my brother would probably know because he would have, like, he and his friend would venture out on their own to go look for the king-size candy bars. When we, we got allowed to go with them. Yeah, when we got older. <laughs> The goal was to find the big ticket items. Yeah, no, I remember that being the goal. I just, I don't remember there being a specific house. I think there were three in my neighborhood. And my neighborhood being like, you were willing to walk five miles round trip. Right. And I think it was, there was three that had full-size candy bars. And you for yeah. sure hit those up at least twice. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Twice. <laughs> yeah. I bet. So. Do they remember you? Are they like, weren't you here earlier? They tried to pull that that shit on me. I was like, nah, that was my that was my you twin mean brother. You tried to pull that shit on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that um, I I always said that was my twin brother. Yeah, I bet that worked. Always did. Okay, I bet they really believed it. <laughs> Listen, they didn't hate me till the next day, and they were like, hey, you don't why, have a twin brother. Why Why don't you stop like? Why don't you start being like an actual teenager and stop going out trick-or-treating? Oh, okay. So last question. Yeah, all right. That's a good – yeah. How old is too old? Where's the line? So I think I stopped trick-or-treating like sixth grade. I Sixth or seventh grade. Like sixth grade might have been my last year actually going out trick-or-treating. You know, like I think I wore costumes in school every year, but I think like my last year trick-or-treating was definitely middle school. Okay. Maybe we went out one time in high school just to kind of see – Right. What the reaction but, would be. Yeah, so maybe freshman year. But yeah, like I, I don't think we, because I don't think I ever went once I could drive. So my opinion has changed on this. Yeah. I used to be, once you turn 12, that's it. Yeah. Like 12 was your peak. Sure. Because then once you get to like 14 and 15, you start getting into mischief. Yes. But now <laughs> in the world, but in the world that we live in, and yeah. the fact that we just want kids to be kids for longer. I think up through freshman year of high school is okay. So I think, too, that, like, even if I saw parents, because, like, I, where I live, we don't really get trick-or-treaters, so I've never been solely responsible for doling out the candy. But, like, I, I do feel like if I saw anybody who wanted candy, I would give it to them as yeah. long as they've got a costume. You know what I mean? At least as if they were trying. If they're trying, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I would do that. But I, because I, I think you're right. Like, I think as we try to kind of give back some of that innocence that we had in our childhood that kids these days don't get in all the instantaneous. So, like, I think it's kind of up to the kid. Like, if they don't want to go trick-or-treating, don't force them to go. And if they do want to go trick-or-treating, let them trick-or-treat because they're because not they're going, going, going to want to forever. Right. Yeah, right. And and they'll grow out of every now and then. Everybody's always like, you know, I'm too cool for trick-or-treating. Like, everybody hits that point. Exactly. Kids, so kids I, will figure it out. Yeah, 
yeah, let them figure it out. And it's something that, you know, they'll, they'll figure out on their own. Everybody grows up at slightly different paces, and that's okay. So, I agree. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Like, I, I think I would just give anybody who's trying candy because I'd be like, I don't want it. I'm not going to eat it all by myself. I will. Without alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might on like a real bad day <laughs> eat all the candy. But generally, I don't have as big of a sweet tooth, I think, as some, uh, as some people do. I would. Yeah. We all know me and my sweet tooth. Now, if Halloween was like all snacks, like if it was like cheese curls, yeah, I'd eat that shit all day. <laughs> all day. <laughs> I know that about you, too. <laughs> All right, so that's it. That's the holiday season, or our argument about yes. the holiday season. For that was sort of talking about how the holidays start earlier and earlier and earlier. We we kind of weaved in and out of the different holidays. I think we can kind of deep dive into Christmas closer to actual Christmas. Yes. We can even deep dive into Thanksgiving closer to actual Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, enjoy the fall season <laughs> as right. it is. Don't start your Christmas music playlist too soon. Please. I don't understand the people that are like, I just want it to be Christmas all day, every day. That's like five songs, okay? Right. You need more songs, right? right? <laughs> oh, by the way, you wanted to know my favorite Christmas songs of all time before we wrap oh, up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, White Christmas for the classic. Okay. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by InSync for my modern. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Like, it's a long song, and halfway through, they're just like throwing out random words. Oh, they really are. Jesus, like they just they start throwing all of it in there, and you're like, okay, guys, we really kind of lost the thread of the song, <laughs> like two minutes ago, but it's fine. Yeah. It's the holiday season. You guys could go as long as you want as well. Yeah. What was yours? Um, I love the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Okay. That one yep, just yep, like yep. it really does warm me from the inside out. I also love specifically <laughs> Randy Travis's version of Pretty Paper, even though it is a sad <laughs> Christmas song. Right great song i just loved his voice uh, randy and then, travis is a fantastic artist i know i love randy travis and it was just like such a funny thing for a little kid to love that i was like yes randy sing it <laughs> like clear it out baby you got it i was i was like yes and then um i guess if i had to pick modern's a tough one modern is a tough one i actually really like taylor swift's christmas tree farm i think it's really cute okay Oh, you're gonna have fun tomorrow. That's right. I forgot. So that so we are recording this. I will be honest with everybody on Thursday, October twentieth, which means I will not talk to Leah for like five days because she she'll be busy. She'll be up all night listening to Taylor Swift's new album. Taylor Swift drops midnights. <laughs> I can't wait. My sister already texted me. She's like, I'm starting to get alarmed. So but speaking, speaking of, music, of music, yes, this is where we'll leave you, and this is where we will pick up next time. Uh, we are going to be talking about music and music festivals. And I think sort of the modern day concert, like live music in a post COVID world, because I think the live music scene has changed. We are both huge music lovers, yep. concert lovers. Um, so we're going to, we're going to talk about that a little bit, especially with some of our favorite bands from childhood that we never got to see in their prime that are now going on tour and we have the money to irresponsibly blow on it. Or um, we don't or because <laughs> Ticketmasters are dicks. Ticketmasters a dick. Yeah. So that might be the title of our next, uh, podcast. Ticketmasters Ticket a dick. Ticketmasters a dick. And uh, we will catch you then. So thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, letting us ramble on about the holidays and how they start way too early. And uh, if you have any thoughts, you can join the conversation yourself uh, in our comments on YouTube. You can join the conversation on Twitter because um, we like to we like to follow along and we can we can we hear where you're at. If you feel the same way as us or if you're like, wow, you guys hate the holidays. You guys suck. 
That's yeah, what they're like going to say. Yeah, if you're one of those people that do love listening to Christmas music all year round, or like you want pumpkin spice all year round, like please why? chime in. Right? Why? Let us know. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, we will catch you next time. Yeah, that's it for yapping and snacking. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>